My name is Namdi. Like I said, the podcast is called Conversation with Friends. And I will also use the opportunity to talk to people that I've met, people that I'm just meeting, to talk about random nonsense, random important things in our lives, and just basically butt heads together to chat shit. So this is my very first episode. So as usual, there'll be mistakes, grammatical blunders, and rubbish. So forgive me, I tell you ramble through. Yes, in case you're hearing, it is I mean, I'm in Lagos and there's noise outside as usual. Nobody can ever let you be close. So before I continue rambling, I have a guest today. Introduce yourself. Hello everyone. Uh, my name is Daniel and I am pleased and excited to be here to chat sheets, like Namdi said. So yeah, yeah. let's get started. Okay, so Daniel and I met on Twitter. Yeah. Because we're always insulting mutual people together on Twitter. So, and unfortunately and unfortunately, the reason why we're here is to talk about sad things, but we'll try and add. Lighting it up a bit. Yes, basically. It won't get too heavy. It won't get too heavy. So, let's say unfortunately again. Okay, recently I lost someone special in my life and before like before I lost this person, we will have discussions about things I was going to do and this podcast was one of the things I had already said I was going to do. Like I have a long list of things I was going to do, but like this podcast was like number one, I discussed with my mom about things I was going to do in my life just because I had always done podcasts but with other people. And I wanted just to do something with myself and see how I would be faithful to it because I'm a huge procrastinator. So, I lost my mom in June. She had been fighting cancer for like 10 years. And she passed away in June. So, and like I wanted to talk about, I wanted to do an episode where I talked about how, how you deal with losing a loved one. How you navigate the process of mourning. Basically, how you just continue with life after it. And that's why I reached out to Daniel because... I know he had talked about until I talked online about losing his mom. I didn't even know he had lost his dad. Did you lose him before or after? I lost him before. Twenty eleven. Okay. He lost mom since he was twenty eighteen. Okay. So he had lost both his parents. I had talked about the online a lot. I thought, okay, let me talk to somebody who had lost someone, lost parents and everything. And he had reached out to me when I lost my mom to talk to me about just basically to say if you need to talk call me let's see let's see what we can talk about so first things first like your, your dad was ill or, or yeah um my dad died in a car crash okay so he was um working in abuja at the time and usually shuttles between abuja to his village then down to calabar okay so let me rewind a bit so yeah um i grew up in lagos right but my father and mother moved to Calabar when I was still in school because he was um, a consultant at the um, University of Calabar City Hospital. So yeah, so he had to just he had to move there. Then during that time he moved, he also had another job in Abuja as a consultant. So he used to drive from Abuja to the village, then from the village down to Calabar sometimes. So you know, see his people and his family and all that. So. 
it was um, along that local Abuja Nation that he had the car crash and he was in a coma for like some days before his had passed so it was a um, bit of a shock to everyone because nobody expected him because the father is like an excellent driver but he was an excellent driver and I am a good driver now because I inherited that from him so yeah. but anyway it was a bit surprising for everyone and it was um, my first not really my first experience, my second great loss in my life because I also lost a sister to cancer in 2004. So, yeah. So, when that happened, it was like I I think how I deal with loss is that I um, tend to push it away till a time I can deal with it properly. So, when it happened, I was in um, my final year in India. And my dad and I, we didn't really have like. I mean, my dad loved me another, but he always like butted heads concerning my course I was reading because he wanted to be a doctor like him. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to be carrying luck up and down. So I was studying marine biology, yeah. So he was always like, this is your course I read itself. You find job. So always like a soft point between us. So I was like, fighting to graduate well. To like show him like aha yes I finished the first class and had a job you know and all that so he died in my final year so it was kind of like annoying to me and painful but I was like uh uh-uh. he didn't even see me graduate to prove my points to him and all that but aside from that I was my final year working my project so I just like pushed it aside and then of course my mother was in Calabar with family was in the east so I was just alone in Lagos and I was just like. This doesn't exist. You get. I was like, okay, he's dead, but it wasn't a reality to me at the point until I now finished my final year project, and I was like, okay, I want to go home. And then it just like hits me suddenly, like, wow. So, Foxy is dead, Sha. And then, yeah, the whole pain and grief just like slammed into me like a William Van and stuff. So yeah. But um, we survived without him. If I got to meet Sha and everything, yeah. Then I lost my mom in 2015 December. She had like a liver issue. She was struggling with for a few years. I think in 2012 she was diagnosed with a liver disease. So we have been through your know, medication appointment and all that and she was improving she had, she had high she had lows but it was like yeah we'll come through this and all that because you know, last last we got to deliver transplant they're receiving up money and all that so 2013 I got my first job and I was saving up probably was donating to the fund and all that and then I even turned down a scholarship in 2014 because I was like I'm earning money that I'm using for my mom, and I'll now go on scholarship and be depending on scholarship was sending money to feed. So I was like, you know what, more will come later. And so I continued with my job. But then in 2015, she was, I mean, she had her high and lows. Like at a point, she was moving normally and like going to markets and doing stuff. And I was like, okay, yeah, it's working. Someday she'll be so tired can't even stand up. But then those days were not like a lot. But in twenty fifteen those days kept increasing in frequency. 
I was like getting worried, but then she would bounce back and I'm like, okay, you know, we are fighting this. But then in December, she just went like down and like really, really down. She wasn't speaking, she was very conscious. We went to the hospital, she was an IV, and I was like, nah. She will bounce back. She will bounce back. She always does. You, you always think that this will bounce back. Yeah. Because, like, because in my mind, I couldn't imagine a life without another in it. So I'm like, she's, she'll be there, Sha. Because we okay. do Like, this one will die. She has a rush of the emergency room. But like the day before, they said she was okay. She had gotten better. She was insane or whatever. So like, to me, because... I just assumed, okay, it's, it's all good, it's all good. But she didn't die in Nigeria, so like, I assumed it was getting better at that moment. So when I tell you, I said, it's dead, you were like, this has to be a fucking joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because my, my dad, when I didn't really imagine a world without him, and it was so sudden, so it was kind of more difficult to accept, kind of, I don't know if that makes sense. Yes. It was like, Split second thing next day, my father asked and like, what? But like for my mom, I know that it was hard to imagine that about. There's a a part of it that you consider the possibility. Like, ah, what if there was a what if in my mind? What if there is? Yes. Okay, like now, my mom has been battling cancer for like ten years. Wow. So, and to me, there has never been a situation where I thought that she was going to beat the cancer, mm-hmm. but she beat it the first time. She beat it the second time. She beat it the third time, but the issue with the third time was that she thought she was like good, okay. but it came back almost immediately. So it was what came back the third time when she now had to go back for Christmas this year when she now died. So, like, the thing with this was that I had always as like I was even working with the energy she was working with. That's how I always my mother had never give, given up the energy that she wasn't going to. Exactly. Push through. Yeah. Because, and it was just this was like this particular, this year now, was the first time that I had ever put it in my head that there's a possibility this woman will survive. But, like, when you would even tell people, like, ah, what if everyone dies this year? They'd be like, no, don't think about it, don't think about it. Because I remember talking to somebody this year, I person just asked me, what if your mom dies? Are you prepared? That's just said, I remember me, I went to talk to this person because of that issue. Like, I was pissed off. Like, Why would you ask me that? Why would you tell me that? But the person was, like, it was later on I realized because this person lost his own to cancer. So he was saying that he's asking me not because he was trying to be nasty or anything, but it's like he didn't think about it when his mom was sick. And somebody just told him randomly that, Are you prepared? That you need to prepare yourself in case this happens. And me, I was telling mother, I was fully prepared. I knew I was like I had braced myself for that even if she dies, I'm prepared. But in, in hindsight, nothing ever prepares you for that kind of mm-hmm. just nothing ever prepares yeah. you for that kind of story. Because I was sleeping and the, and I got the call. And I'm like, oh I'm going to pass away this morning. And the thing was I'm going to pass away in Nigeria. So like it was even more painful because I didn't see her before she died. Mm-hmm. My general brother was the one that was with her when she passed away. So you when another thing is even with money, Nigerians mess up money for you. Yeah, they do. Even they will make the money process about them, 
It's about. Mm-hmm. I remember saying, I remember telling somebody like, we are calling me, but you are crying on the phone. How do you now want me to? I should be telling you sorry. You you just lost your friend. I lost my mother. So I'm apologizing to you for losing your friend. Not even you calling me to tell me sorry. You are calling me, but you're calling me for me to tell you sorry. I remember somebody even calling me and asking me to break down the death, like my mother's death, from the day she died, the day she died, what happened. And I was like, why the fuck am I going to break down my mother's death? And my brother was hurt when she died. And people kept calling him to ask him about what happened with the day. I was like, you people are calling this young person to ask the person how somebody died. Like, do you think the person wants to relive this moment every time? Nobody's saying, Oh, are you good? That is exactly how are you feeling? No, nobody. It was people are like generally trash, and I don't know whether it's in Nigeria the human thing. I think it's, I think it's in Nigeria. I don't think it's, I I don't. Okay. Maybe I've never seen people die abroad for something. Yeah. So, but I feel like maybe if I I don't speak, but I don't think maybe because I watch so many movies, I don't think I've seen people say the things. Exactly. In movies, because I'm like, because even in other movies, you say the same thing. You're so you quite say, insensitive, though. Like, how dare you? Somebody said you shouldn't cry. You're a man. I was like, I got that fucking I got that a lot. And my father died. Yeah, because I'm like the only male child he has. So they're like, you're a man. Don't cry. I'm like, are you okay? I got that my my mom died. Be strong for your sister. Be strong for your sisters. I'm like, who is going to be strong for me though? You and I was like, you guys are like the worst. Because like, two days after I died, because you know I have to fly to Abuja. My parents live in Abuja. Let's go to Abuja. Sorry, let me let me go. And I hate when they say, "Oh, if only we had done this. If only." And I'm like, you, I don't you, need to hear this right now. And there's no point to you saying this because that's happened. That's happened. Like you saying, we should have done like, 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 you didn't do it, you know. You, so it happened. It's a little too late for this. Exactly. It's a little too late for this. Yeah, yeah, then my father said, "Oh, why was he driving? Why could he see I'm using the plane?" Like, eh. Why did you give me money? Know. Since you're that pressed, why did you give me money? Understand. Give me money. Why was he driving? Ah, this is because why? Right. You're like, okay, you know. So because, eh, you know, people should have gone. People should have done this. I said, I went. I went. I went. I went to Germany. Because she died in Germany. I went to Germany and she go like the first. Beginning part of the judgment, and I had to come back to Nigeria because my visa was not expired. Somebody said, "Why did I wait? Why did I stay there?" I said, "If I had waited, my visa had expired. Whenever I would have had to come, come back to Nigeria. Let's say God willing, she had survived. How would I have come back to Nigeria? I'm just, I want to know. And even if you come back, to getting a visa. Exactly. When I, when I came back to Nigeria, when I came back to Nigeria, my passport expired. When we now, when I was trying to get any passports, that whole rubbish of no book list mm-hmm. is happening. So people can make it seem like, oh, I didn't want it to go back. It was your fault. I remember somebody, a relative was saying, and I asked, I was like, why can't you go? Do you relate to her? Fine, I'm her child. Why can't you go? Nobody's paying for going. Go and see her. People have gone to see her. Why can't you go and see her? Because people begin to ask you questions. And you be like, you people do know that my mother died. Of me. This is not a... A stranger that died or anything. People now say making people now begin to make like the planning of the burial about them. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized that people were full of shit. 
we're doing you know like the program for the actual burial. Mm -hmm. For example, princess, when the prince, what they call that tributes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's add a tribute to something. Picking people that let's pick people to even speak at the burial for tributes was stress. People picking people for the tributes for the book itself was Bahala. People, we like people were calling. I heard that giving tributes. People did not tell me. And I was like, somebody died. If you don't say tributes, I said the tributes. Because, because some people just sent it in. Mm -hmm. We didn't have to ask. Mm -hmm. We now called people that we knew. Do you want to send the tributes? Yes. So I remember somebody came in and made a big deal about all this thing. The woman literally was crying on the phone. That we didn't add her tributes. And that my mother and I were friends. My mother and her were friends for years. Like they grew up together. And I said, the, what I said to the one was like, okay, you and I were friends. We are very good friends. Fine. Nobody's arguing with you about that. But my mom has friends that when I, when they told them my mom died, they have been here every day. You were in Nigeria and she died. I haven't seen you since you were So, how close were you to your mother? If that's if that's mm -hmm. what you're saying, mm -hmm. let's let's put that let's put it down like that. Since you want, since you are talking about facts here, mm -hmm. this is that's the facts. You were not here. So, how close were you? If I'm being very, somebody said, oh, you know, as a man, you have to be very strong. You shouldn't even cry. You shouldn't even cry. When you are, you should make sure. I was like, do you people even know anything like at all? Just random question. Do you people know anything at all? When your parents, you both of you that your parents have died, did you not cry? They were strong. So... It's just a that whole burial period was just like but my dad my dad's burial yeah it was not as hard because my mom was still alive so she could shield me from some aspects that I wouldn't want to see and then of course the whole morning period thing was shaving heads and she was like I'm not shaving anything for anyone because my father was very anti-traditional so like she was like I married this man so he wouldn't want me to shave my head. Because when, when my grandfather died, I was a child then, I don't remember. But according to what my mom told me, my father fought against them shaving my grandmother's head. Because, like, she, she thought they're not doing that. And everything was a big issue. So now, he now, she's like, she's not shaving anything. So he now caused all the friction between her and my father's people and all that. And that was a separate drama. But she shot more because, I mean, Will you drag her from a shaving head? That's this. That's this. And I now said, if she doesn't come, her child is not coming. And we are burying, so if family is not there, so what are you going oh, to So eventually, we shall won't shall, but it was a very um, tense affair at the burial close. You are grieving, and then people around you are like beefing you. So it was. A mess on it, but then one thing I died, I was just like alone at sea. My elder sisters were just like falling apart, and as the man, they were like, Oh, not not them, but they were like, Oh, sister, no, they can't handle this. You're the man, I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. You you know that that's something funny. I can't I can tell you somebody that fine, I mean, that's a old man, but I have not planned the burial in my life. Like, nobody I, has ever died around me before because things like this, birthdays, any. Like, remember the birthdays, like just generally planning of anything, my mother has always done. Mm -hmm. All she would do is like she would give everybody instructions. My father is not a good planner. 
Like he has done bur- my father has done burials, yes. But I don't think my father was fully prepped to bury his wife. Like mm-hmm. I don't mean, I always feel like my father's mind he has doomed my mother was buried. Because there's like a significant age gap between my parents. Okay. My father is in the seventies. My mother is fifty or fifty-nine when she died. So but in my father's head, my mother was going to bury him. That's where I see it. Because like from the discussion that we were having after when me and my father were not really like well, as I was going my father were not that close. Is now that we talk to each other more. Because I think he knew that my, my, my mother and I were the best of friends. We used to talk like two times a day. Every trip I've been in my life, my mother has gone with me. School or anything, my mother has followed me. So he knew that now that my mother was away, there will be like a gap in my life. Mm-hmm. There will be no he talks, we talk to each regularly. But when I was young, like from when I was like 16, so I finished school, so I traveled for school. Like, me and I didn't get along. So, it's only from the discussion we've had, I feel like he didn't, he wasn't prepared for this. Like, he was just done throughout the entire. My father has done burials, so he has buried virtually all his siblings. He has buried cousins. Yeah, so, he would, you would think that he would know what's my father. My father just left this, like, he was like, mm. So when people were like asking me questions, oh, do you want this? Do you want this? Like, people keep asking me because I don't know what to do. I have never, I'm, I'm literally, I've been to a burial just once in my life. I literally just went to the place. I came out. I came out. So that was this. So getting to this, and people were asking like about, what was I talking about? The cemetery. I, I've never been to the cemetery in my life. I had never seen a dead body in my life before. I think, before I was my, before I was my mom's body, I saw like five dead bodies at the same time. Because I walked into the, into the morgue and there were like bodies everywhere. And I was going with my auntie. And my auntie is married to a Muslim, so she's like, she's, a, she's not a Muslim. So she can't, I think she's not allowed to but something, something about she's not seeing dead bodies. But like we're walking in and I had to like pull her back. Because we're like bodies just on the, on trees, or I think what they call them, mm-hmm. everywhere. So they had to like put them away when we were coming in. But for that time, I had never seen a dead body before. And I would tell, I, I would tell you something like, nothing prepares you. Yeah. That's, as if nothing prepares you for seeing a body, dead body. And you might see dead bodies that it will shock you, but like, See, seeing the dead body of someone that you love, yes, it, it shocks you more than anything. Like, I told someone that said nothing prepared me for seeing a dead body because I was stunned. Because when I was, when I was a bigger man, mm. she had lost to the presence of her sickness. But like, I might tell you someone, someone says, no matter how big somebody is, when you see them dead, they look smaller than you've ever seen them before. It's like my mother was just like smaller than I've ever seen before. And I was, and I was like, and we couldn't touch her mm-hmm. because they had a bomb body from Germany. Yeah, yeah. And the bomb was like, the smell was, because they said that's a different kind of chemical to bring her in, it's a soft environment or something. When they were saying that, I didn't understand this. But this one from my from my from eyes. Yes. I was strong. Like my eye was watching when they put stars. It's until they had bound her in Nigeria that we could even touch the body. But I touched it with gloves. So I remember seeing I was like, nothing I'm not, I don't that not, I don't I don't think anything can shock me again after my mother's body. Because that's something that I I, I was like my biggest fear has always been my mother to die. So when she died, I was like, 
very little can stop me. Yeah. Very little can stop me. Like, you can literally come out and be nice but I'm saying that because I feel like at this point, I don't think I can be shocked by anything again. Digging, I remember they were saying about digging a plot in the same direction. I was like, what? Like, oh, you have to go and measure a distance in the cemetery. It has a particular measurement. Mm. Then, do you want to tile the inside of the inside of the plus that you you got? Do you want to do this? I was like, I do not know any of these things. Like, it was just like I do not know any of these things. When they were like, oh, you need to get uh, poor burials. You need to get. You know, I had seen coffins like, like I had seen coffins. You have, to, you have to get to dress her and all that. Buy a coffin. Like, we have to buy. We have to buy makeup. Detail. I need help, though. Uh, like, could you be like, like, God bless them, but they're like, practically useless. Because you're, you're evil now. Yeah, I am. And they will tell you that it's the man that goes to handle this. They will tell you that your sister should not do anything. It should, should be you. Because I had a discussion with someone there. A person told me that he's the last child. Mm-hmm. And all his sisters are older than him. And they're like, in their 40s. Mm-hmm. Like, he was like, just 20. When he lost his dad. And his sisters are like, the person before him, has a 10-year gap between him and the person. This, uh, all his sisters are like married mm-hmm. and everything. He was just young now, then, 20. Mm-hmm. And everybody just faced him. And they're like, it's up to him. And he was like, I'm 20 years old. What do you, how is it up to me? He said, You are the man. It's only you. And I was like, I literally have three sisters who are older than me that are married. Nobody can ask their husbands to go help them. He said, No, that's this you. Like, you're the upper from the I was like, Is like when you think about it, you're like, this is stress. My father's brothers helped. At least they, they helped, but they tried to make him about them. What was good about this was like my mom had like friends that were like mm-hmm. that came in and they were like, okay, what do you want to do? How do you want I to do this? Yeah. These women they like they would come into the house in the evening from work. They would sit down. They would bring out in this. My mom had my mom's from uh, like PA. She came in. They write down like okay, we'll take we'll do this, we'll do this, we'll do this, we'll do this. And our pastor, she too, she came in, like she had, she did like she said, like, okay, I'll handle A B C D E, so you don't have to worry about this. So you just handle this, 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 this. Then we'll meet halfway and we we'll know what you've done. We know you know what we've done. And we can now, if not, I would have just gone there. I'd be saying, because I'm like, because I just want to have never been there. I don't like even I think that this one has probably. Told me that okay, so when my father's over, does come, don't know what to do because I know my father's going to be more tasking because most definitely has been my father in the village. Mm-hmm. My mom's room, we're lucky that we could we didn't bury her in the village, buried her in the village because she didn't say that she, she had always done like she ever when, when she passes away, we shouldn't carry her home. She buried her in Abuja, that she hasn't died in the village, so she carried her. That was our luck. But my father's room is that I know that one most definitely because my father is a chief. It is a task. A task. A huge task. So it was just like, and what me, I was, I was, I was just like, have everything done as fast as possible. Because I just wanted to like get over with. Get it over with. And it was just very best when things things fresh in your mind. Yes, I don't want to leave. I don't want to. I just. Let's get her baby. Oh no, what can she do? I was like, why are we wasting? Like, that is always funny to me when say, okay, somebody will die in June. You're buying person like August or like in September. Why? Why? You now come back and say that we need to cry again. Do you understand? And like, let's just bury her like now. 
as fast because there was so much people like my father's people were now coming and saying, oh shit, our wife, so she must come to be in the village, be buried. Did you buy her in Lagos? Like, what? Did you buy her? Buy her here in Lagos, yes. Okay. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. They were like, ah, abomination. Then my mother's people were now there saying, what people's own, that if you bury my daughter in your village, how would we be seeing her? So it was just like... How do you see her exactly? Like, like my mother's uh, like, like, Are you going to work? Okay. How, so, will you enter the ground like, hello, how far? I, <laughs> I don't care. But, anyway, I didn't want to go to school with anyone. So, I was like, you know, let's just do this in Lagos. It's See, because, because they, they wanted to wear high caliber. That's another people. <laughs> my mother's people were saying they want to wear high in the village, in the east. And I'm like, <sighs> who is going to travel? Wait, what's this with that from? Anambra. <sighs> Stress. Yeah, because the thing about traveling with the body is stress. It's so much stress. It's stress. And then my uncle like, oh, well, we'll foot the bill. I'm like, you guys didn't foot the bill for the Indian things. It's now the very to foot. Foot. Keep foot, your money. Keep foot the bill for the burial here. If you can't exactly, foot the bill for the burial here, thank you. Because we're going to leave So very high. I said neutral ground. Let's very high believe that she lived for most of her life and raised her children. And where her children uh, stay because her children are the ones that matter to her. Stress. So. So it was over, it was done, and then all this whole drama, I was like, my wife is in peace. Do you like, like now, when it happened, because we buried her on, buried her on a Thursday, like exactly two weeks after she died. Okay. Two weeks the day she died, because she died on the Thursday as well. What's the, do you know, I don't think I because I was born on a Thursday. Oh. And I was like, Thursday is like my favorite day of the week, because it's like Thursday, Friday. Thursday is always like, like my favorite day of the week. So, when she went on a Thursday, I was like, ugh, fuck this. I was born on the Thursday. I think she was born on the Thursday. Mm-hmm. So we buried her two weeks exactly from the day she died. And I left Abuja on Sunday. Like, I was like, no. Because people were still coming to the, stop, to come to the house to cry. I was like, I don't want to see this again. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see this again. That's okay, like that. So that's like, also the next thing I was going to talk about. The process of mourning after the burial. Like, because I was asking, my friend, my friend has lost his dad, lost his dad where we were like, so basically you know where he lost his dad. And I remember when he lost his dad, he was really just, even before him, because I had a friend that lost his mom when we were in yeah, three or eight, so I can't remember. I remember like, even the week of his mom's burial, he went to a club. Like he just, and I remember they thinking, ah, they're going to a club, you're going to eat. And it was weird. And I, I remember when my mom died, I remember saying to myself, I was looking for to do. Like, I literally was supposed yeah, to. Yeah. Like, my brothers would leave the house because we're tired of talking to people. And I was like, what do I do? Just because people just want me to be crying. I was like, I don't, I don't know. It's, like, it's not like I don't want to mourn, but I just don't want. Because, whether you like it or not, constantly thinking about death or grief, it fucks your mental health. Mm-hmm, it does. I don't know what I just like older Nigerians don't guess that. Don't guess they don't guess this. Like, like grief is sweet for them. Yes. I remember somebody wanted somebody wanted to do like a full on photo shoot at about burial. I, I was like, I'm not here for this. Can, I, can you just I want to just leave here. Like I went from the church, I want to go. Get her to the burial. That's the energy. Like no hide to the girl. I just go. Because People, people kept thinking about it. People were like, oh, you have to do A, you have to do this, you have to do... I, I went out and I was laughing. I somebody said, ah, you are full laughing. Hey, hey, I'm a surprised too. I, I was outside listening to music and somebody just came out and was like, I'm busy, that's a shocking meal. 
I assumed that you would have lost weight or something. If you look at if you've gained one weight, I was like, okay. It's rude. I was like, yeah. I was like, what do you expect me to do? Because but what have you been saying? You been saying? You been saying? Oh my God, right man. Very bad, very bad, very bad. It's like a conflicting message. You are saying that you are a man. Are you on that side? Oh, you enjoy yourself. What I'm not happy to see you. Exactly. So what do you want me to do? My mother's thing has always been like. I remember one of the last last questions that we had. Serious questions. But when I was like, like you spent most of your life living to please me. So I wanted to just go and enjoy yourself. What my mother was big on doing was about even with herself was enjoy herself. I remember just. Kind of something you try to do as well as I said that it's a good But like, I don't think she was, she's a brother, because like, people, you know, Nigerians, they, they want to literally count every couple of your accounts. So, mm-hmm. these ones were like, ah, I remember somebody was talking about, you people hired a limousine to carry your mother. Ah, people don't really do that here. Or is it ambulance? I said, okay. So, well, okay. How is the question ended? Boss, boss has quite a question like you. Like, say what to be stupid. Talk, let's hear. Say what you're saying. Talk. What's the end here? Let's just know. You have spoken now. You have spoken now. You have said this. We've heard you. You are bad. So everybody else, you are bad. They don't have sense. Boss, boss, let's do this. People will ask. Somebody literally asked me that because I didn't want. I didn't want an open coffin. Okay. You didn't want an open coffin. Open coffin. Yeah. I did. I I saw. I saw her. I, I saw her. I saw But I didn't want to I, I, I knew that an open coffin would cause more hala. Mm. People would go, go have it displayed on the floor. Mm. So I was like, I did what's that. So I was like, let's do a closed coffin. Somebody that I remember, I asked the girl she was like, we should go and open the coffin and take a picture outside. So I was like, are you out of your last mind? No, wait, take a picture. You take a picture like she was having last picture. But I was like, are you out of your last bloody bite? Now, people actually like, they need to be flogged. Electric wire. This, this, see, uh, people were like posting up pictures of the coffin and stuff. Somebody posted a picture of the coffin. Like the entire service, I put on Instagram. I tagged my brother's and I. Why? My brother ran bad. My brother was like, what the fuck is this? I was like, and the thing is, very few people knew. I really didn't tell people. About mm. this. Like, I think for two that people are supposed to justify it now. I think because of Twitter, that's supposed to justify it now. There's a people that I know that they don't know yet, so I want to pass it to Because I always put that, like, personal things are not anybody's business. Yeah. It's not really anybody's business. I must have to be discussing my mother. If you don't come and cry, I was crying. Can you fuck off? Mm-hmm. But, like, Nigerians last time we keep this, like, ah. Uh, what if you call Let me walk around my, 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 my friend as well, it is. Grief uh, porn and uh, tears Olympics. Yes, tears Olympics. I can cry more than you can cry. Like you are not even crying. I can cry. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to cry? Like there was literally somebody that was crying at the search. Like, my brother and I looked at each other like, "What the fuck?" Is this? I was like, "Okay." She When you are done, you go. Let's happy. Yeah. Like, I like, I just, I, I don't know someone was telling me something about, oh, I, I went to a club. Like, I don't know if I went to a club on purpose. I don't know if I just said, oh, let me come out. Like, I'm going out. You probably have to ask me about come out. That's why I came out to this. It is a month or two, a month or 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 a month. I spent just a second. I'm not seeing you there, but I wasn't happy. I don't know why I was going to have to go to the club. I was just like, 
えっ ?Hey, say hello. Okay, so you go to my house. What would I do with your house? Exactly. Would you want to be like, ah, yes, I guess. Like, what would I do with that? I think, I think finding what to do actually helps. It helps in a lot. I was looking for distractions, unfortunately, yeah. in the period, like when I, when I came back to Lagos, because, and sometimes, sometimes, because I try to say something about, oh, that you get into some unhealthy habits just to distract you for the time being. I think, like, the first week, I was just doing, I was like eating like a foolish person. Like, I was literally just good at like, eating, 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 eating. Because I don't think, I, I don't think it's like, I had lost like a little bit when, when it first happened. And people were like, are you sick? Are you okay? I was like, I want to be left alone, like at this point. Because every small thing I, that happens now is, is a topic of cover, for conversation with people. I just wanted to distract myself from the process. And another thing was that I hadn't cried. When it, I, I, I don't think, like, maybe I just I cried like a little bit the day of the burial. But I hadn't really, like, I know people say, uh, suppose that I cried like every day. Mm. And I hadn't really done that. I didn't thought about her, I hadn't done anything. So, like, and I knew that it was going to come. But when it would come, I didn't know. I think, like, last, when I went to Abuja again, last, like, last week or so. Okay. Was that, because during the period, like, I would enter her room mm. to do stuff and come out. But when I entered her room this room, like I felt like okay, nah, I can't hear again. Mm. I was like, nah, I can't take this again. Like the first person I know that I can't enter again because the only time I ever entered was my mom. So like if I would enter this person, I would think about her. Then when I came back from Abuja, and like I literally hadn't had any trip about my mother, I hadn't thought about her, I hadn't like once I just entered Abuja, I said I haven't chosen that non-stop. But was it like anything I could like piece through? I'm like, okay, oh, this is something I can put together. I just so randomly one day I had a, a full on dream. Like it was like it was a very vivid dream, and it was like basically like I was living through experiences with her. No, the actual moment where she died. Oh, that's how it was. Like, because I felt like, because my mother and I had a very, very close relationship, so like, I felt like, even if she was, because people had said that they had seen her after she had died, like, like they, she would come and tell them about her and stuff. Mm-hmm. So people had said, like, my auntie had said that she had seen my mother, that had my mother was sister. My pastor had said that she had seen my mother. And people were saying that they had seen her in dreams, like, after she had passed away. And she was looking better than she had ever looked before, blah, 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 blah. she was in the happy place. So, and I was like, why are you appearing to all these people? And not to me. Mm. Like, it's me that you loved. Why are you appearing to all these people? And not to me. I'm your child. Why the fuck are you talking to these people? So, uh, like, even me, I, I was just having a dream where it was like, we're happy and blah, 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 blah. So, this was a dream. I had woken up from sleep. I had woken up and I watched TV. And I went back to bed. So, I was just sleeping. And all of a sudden, like, in actual life, I was crying. Mm-hmm. But I was that week. That happened to me. I've woken up like several times like, and I'm crying. Close, yes. And I'm so, like, oh, okay. Because like, I was sleeping. And like, my face was like, when I woke up, I was like, crying heavily when I woke up. Because I woke up and I was like, I said crying and I woke up. Like, but, like, I also also like crying a week. Yeah. Because like, mm. like, I was just sleeping and like, I could feel like my eyes were like watery. When I woke up, 
I saw like I was happy crying for a long time my sleep. I was like, oh. but in this dream, it was like I was relieving the actual process of her dying, and she was waiting for me to come mm. so she could die. So, and in the dream, I was around, but I didn't want to come to her room because I felt like she was going to die. So, and the funny thing about this dream that it was like it happened here in this house. Oh. And my mother has never been to my house in Lagos before. Uh-huh. She's only been downstairs. She's like, when she said she's she on the fourth floor, she's like, go for me. She's like, climbing the staircase. <laughs> so I was downstairs and something that happened to the staircase, I couldn't come back upstairs. And I like climbed a ladder, which is very funny because I would never do that in the body. And I got to the room. And she said something in sign language or something. My mother couldn't talk well at the last. And I went upstairs, she held my heart. And like she signed my hand that I love you, and that was the end. But because why I was like crying was because that is what like the last thing I said to her was I love you. Mm-hmm. But she couldn't talk. My mother, my mother just said she, she's not. So my whole thing was that ah, uh, like when she died, I was like, ah, so this woman, this woman didn't tell me bye bye. That was the thing I know. Like this woman didn't tell me bye bye. Like so, and you are coming towards me to tell them bye bye. Me that I have been following you for 30 years, you think what I'm telling you? All these people that are never sent. So, why should I have had this dream? Because I had been saying this is like I really want to just see about works. And what I think about it because I want to just see her at the time I remembered her, like how I remembered her before she became sick and everything. But how I now saw her was how, I, how the last time I saw her. And how I put this in my head was that not that she was like, okay, this is how I'm always going to be or anything, but just just like I'm leaving this stage to go to another stage and everything. Because the way somebody described it, like explains to me was like the way everybody sees your mother now is how they remember her. You are seeing her how you last saw her. Mm-hmm. And she told you the last thing that the last thing you said to how you saw her on her face was I love you. And that's how you do. So that's how you are now. That's obviously the last thing she wants to tell you. Mm-hmm. She wants to tell you that's because she loves to be with you or anything. So okay, why? Advice, yes. Well, that's proud and all <laughs> that. Yeah. I was just I didn't want to. So that's that was just like because even with morning, I didn't know because what people will tell you and I feel like the older generation Unfortunately, the the people before them didn't even build their well for for all these things. for all these things because they don't know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. Because remember my senior brother, he was very like pulled away from like he, my brother is not a very emotional person, so he like he probably go out body piece or something. Because I've never seen my brother cry since a child. I have never seen him cry before. So this, I think, and he. But wear glasses all through. And my father, my brother is light skinned, the little light skinned. So how I really that's what I'm going to my brother first told me. That's how I was going to wish. This is odd. You know, and he didn't want because even when I was crying like during the burial and everything. Like he was he didn't want anybody to see me cry. So he used the book to cover my face. He used the book. Yeah, to cover okay, my face. Okay. Uh, because my mom would always tell us, don't let anybody see you cry. It doesn't because you're a man or anything, how was it like it means the enemy will take you a week. Okay. That was her old part. It wasn't the matter of you're a man, you should not cry. Because I always have these bullshits. Yeah. People say, oh, because you're a man, you can't react. 
because you are mad, you can't do it is so like so we'll not be killing myself. Just ties. They won't tell not to go kill myself because everybody wants to cry. Mm-hmm. What's the point? Because even the whole thing, my, my, brother, my, my brother is supposed to be seeing a psychologist or a counselor or something. Your brother? Yeah. Okay. Because he's the one that watched her die. Oh, okay. So he's supposed to see a psychologist. I remember when we were saying that people were like, what's the to just go and pray? I was like, this is why people should hate you. Yes. This is why you should hate you. Because when someone is depressed, you're telling me to say, go and pray. Go and pray. Another story. Fine, prayer is good, but. Prayer is good, but I mean, it's not. There are more organic ways to sort out your feelings. You know? Because I always tell people this, like, if you don't have, like, a sound. mental health, you cannot pray yes. effectively. But as well as you need a sound group of friends, like sound circle of friends, mm-hmm. that way you are like feeling down. down. Because you know, like, like I went up with like, there are like two classes of friends. There are friends that you just have like a good bad old time with. And when you have issues and you tell them, it's like a foreign concept, so they don't know how to deal with you, so they just ignore you. The people that you tell, hi, this is what's happening. Like, they, 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 you don't have to tell them, they'll call you and be like, or oh, your kids. Like, well, what do you need in this process? But I'm, I'm not saying financially or anything. They're like providing you mental support, emotional support in this period. Because I thought about it, like, they think I needed the most in this period was emotional support. Because most definitely, I wasn't going to go and tell my brothers. But my brothers are going through their own things. I they were turning to their own friends. Exactly. During that period. My brother's friends were always in the house. Mm-hmm. My best friend was Abuja at period, and he was always coming through. But when I came back to Lagos, he was living in Abuja now. So he even expected that, like, oh, the people I knew in Lagos would, like, come through and be like, ah, okay, what are we, like, how far are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? And the funny thing, and I, and I, said, and I, said, this, I said it before, like, it's people that I didn't really know. Maybe we were just, like, hug house. Not even hug house, maybe just interact with me online or something. But it was when I reached out, how far? How far? Are you good? Are you good? Are you good? Are you good? And the reason why I just stay talking this year now, mm-hmm. the reason was for my kids every day. Do you need food? Do you need anything? Do you need anything? Michael would message me and stuff to find out like how far, how far, how far. But that was also that day maybe because it's like people that you don't really do that, like you don't maybe you don't have that long of a history with. Yeah. Like even when you could be just like this here now. Even people were like, like checking on you. The way you have like a long history. They're like, eh, hey, you're strong, so I don't think you'll be good. So I was like, yeah, okay. Fine, that's what you're saying. I said, guys, because most of my friends, most of the people that I know, they don't lose their parents. So maybe that's why they don't know. They don't know, yeah. They don't lose anybody. So they don't, they don't know. Oh, because I only have two friends that have lost their parents. I think maybe the first, maybe he was too young, so he didn't care about it then. But like, my other friend, I lost his father to cancer. Like, my best friend, like, he got sick immediately. So he knew what. Like I did because when he lost his dad, I feel that because I was in Abuja when his dad, I was in Abuja when his dad died. I feel that's because of possibility when he lost his dad. Then my friends that lived in England, both times I have lost his parents, I've had to come down immediately. We know the people that were like, oh, my kids about, okay, are you okay? Are you best? Are you mentally okay? Are you like if you need anything, call me immediately, even if it's midnight. Let's chat. Let's, Let's chat. see. But then, yeah, knowing that you have that. That um, resource available to you, right. and then 
knowing how to use it on different things. Because True. I have people that will like, True. oh, call me, and I'm like, there's something, but are you ready for all this? I definitely are you are you ready? Baggage, are you ready? So I'll be like, nah, I'm fine, but I'm really not. But then, because people say, are you, are you good? Is when people say, are you okay? Yeah. I tell you, I tell you, what okay? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I mean, I, I, I appreciate. Yes. But what are you going to do? Like, are you not going to be like, ah, this is a loss? It. Yeah. I know that it's a lie. I know that I just don't want to just like. So I, I, I was telling someone, I said, I said, okay. First I was like, are you sure you're okay? Are you sure you're okay? I said, okay. I said, okay. If I tell you that every day I'm driving, I'll drive on the bridge. What, what will you do about this? What will you say? I don't, what will you say? You will say, I don't, don't do that to so God is with you. What are you going to say? God is with me, fine. What are you going to do about this for me? Like, even my sisters, I mean, they were grieving in their own ways, and then they had more room to. Because they were left out of all the stress, so they had more a more organic way to grieve. Way to grieve. So I think their grieving was healthier than mine. So mm-hmm. I think um, she okay. It was twenty fifteen. She died. Yes, December twenty sixteen. Like September, October. My sister got married in December of um, twenty sixteen. Because of course Christmas is ruined for me um, forever because December. So Christmas is like destroyed. So she wanted to do something to make. December for her, memorable in a good way. So, like, let me get married in December and all that. So, she's like, oh, mommy was always like, no, no, I'm not discussing mommy with you right now because I am not ready to discuss that with you. Just like, maybe like last year and this year, I just started like being able to reminisce to my sister, like, oh, remember that time mommy said, I'm gonna be laughing. But at that point, I was not ready to do that with them because. They may be ready, but I'm, I'm not ready, and I don't want to fall apart right now. That's the thing, because you would want to, people want to press you for like, ah, let's talk about her, but that was such an amazing woman. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like her sister, they'd be like, ah, I remember your mother, I was like, oh, like, oh God, I don't want to do this right now. I was at the airport, and somebody saw me at the airport, and she was like, ah, making sure she stayed crying. I was like, what what do you think? Like, how do you both think that this will make me feel? Mm-hmm. Like, person was like, you know, you look exactly like your mother. Every time I see you, I think about your mother. I like it's like when you think that you've healed. Mm. I don't think because I, I don't think you can buy heal from this. I like, never heal from this. Because, yeah. But when you think you're like getting to your start, yes. I remember, like, I was, I was like, okay, I was about stable. I was like trying to like, okay, get myself together a bit. And somebody just called me randomly. And she was like, oh, I was a, I was a mom's cab driver in America. I was a mom's cab driver in America. And know? somebody just told him in America. And he said, and he does that kind on the phone. I was like, this is not it. This is really not it. Because, like, I was just in a good mood. Mm. And that's what he has told me a bad mood. But, like, you are making me remember something. Like, that's how I don't remember my mother. But you are making me remember that she's dead. Mm-hmm. Like randomly, I said to people like, I'm my, in my head, in my head, I'm blocked out. Like, I'm going to my day, like how it's gone before I'm dead. Then I will carry my phone to call my mom. That's what you see about that's dead. It happened to me once at work. And I fell apart because it was a really hectic day. And it was like, like past six. I was like, I finally had time to like, breathe. I was like, uh, ah, wow, what a hectic day. My phone didn't even ring. Go, let me call mommy and, and then just slam it. I'm like, wow. And I just started crying in the cubicle. And I was like, I was like, 
I'm fine, I'm fine. Like, ah, sorry, sorry. And I would just, just make it to just come out again. And I was like, oh, gosh. I have disgraced myself in that world. Good like, I was like, it's fine. You, you was like, my brother and I will just have a random conversation in the middle of the day. Mm. What, we do, what we used to do was that we'll talk in the morning, then we'll talk maybe at the end of the day. Just what's about what you used to do at half hour, like that's how we we'll do. So even when she was doing drink and stuff, we would talk like midday, there was like the evening again, just to go over what, what has happened. So, like that day, something happened, and I was like, I picked up my phone. So, what I, all I was doing is like, I just go to favorites, right? For my mom's name is the first day. And I, and I called, and I was like, so why it was drinking? It that hits me. I was like, come on. What am I doing? This is what it's all saying. Do you understand? I was like, in my house, the house in Abuja, if you are like, where you're going out, because all our rooms are upstairs. So, yeah, if you're walking to where, if you're walking to the seconds, there's this huge part of our seconds that was hard pictures of this. There's a very large picture there of me, me and my mother. Like that's the first, like a huge, that's the biggest picture there. My graduation, right? So I don't know what my mother came for because every time I was in my house, it was good for the graduation. So there's no graduation where that came from. So there's this humongous picture of my mother. That's the first thing you see. And I was like, and every time I just come in, that's the first thing I see. I told my mother, I really was coming to Abuja because every time I go to Abuja, like it's like a, everything's a reminder of my mother and I. Because you forget when you just come to the house. And my mom's room is always in my room. Mm. And I was used to the fact that when she opens her door, the first thing she would walk across, I would my own door. So it's like if you hear, like it's just like that whole corridor is just silence now. Because mm-hmm. my sister was saying that, it's like, it's funny how, like, my, my mom's voice wakes up everybody because, like, by two o'clock we have prayed in the morning, in the morning by five in the morning she have singing and praying. So everybody's just quiet and said, well, I said, Ish. so this is how it's going to be from now on. I feel like at the end of the day, not ever, you, no matter how prepared you say you are prepared for someone's death. No matter how prepared you are. You're not prepared. Like, I, I remember wanting everything to like just stop first. Like, you want life to let, pause. You want life to pause, like, let me just Get gather myself. Yeah, exactly. But then life is not stopping for you. Life things are happening and people stuff. are wanting decisions to be made and now. So you're like, and they're just like lost. And I just, I'm grateful for my colleagues. My colleagues really helped and they gave me like a lot of time off work. Which was, like, I was a lot surprised. of time off work, which is like not on the, it wasn't booked on the, yeah. the system. Because I, I literally had a month off. I only have like 20 days. Uh-huh. But they, they gave me like, you know, because I, I didn't have leave like, at all. Weeks out of, I didn't have leave at like, all because I had taken a full month. Beginning of the year, traveled by one. Okay. So I didn't have any leave at all for this process. I literally took the whole of June. But she died on the 6th of June. I didn't come back to work. So, and I came back to work on the 20 something. I don't like, I should go back. So they literally gave me like a month and a half, a month, a month and a week. I just saw that. Because even that week that I had, I was like, what am I going to be doing my time? And I meant to have like one week of um, conventional leave or something like that. But one week is. Clear enough to do anything meaningful. So I think even like three or four weeks. Uh, because they, 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 we did the burial, we did the burial in two weeks. I thought somebody said that I have my, so I like you, you could, I said people that was a half hour. I can't do that today. I can't, I can't bring her back to Nigeria. I need to do it. Even try. Then I'll come back every week. So every, after like three months, I'll come back again. That's okay, just, said, just it's, drive. Uh, you know, it's, 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 you just have to bury her now. Just make it neat and tidy. They can come in the so we're going to 
we're going to round up here and unfortunately I think I have to delete this other one. Thank you. The one that is on the phone, I think it made a mistake. Well, whatever. And uh, we're going to just keep. Hopefully, like, because you have just three years after now, I are still. Mm. So you never know what's going to happen. So hopefully, we have the drivers can stop acting like idiots and let you enjoy body in peace. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no rule book. There's no rule book for body exactly. Yeah, but I mean, there's there's something called empathy attacks, which I just don't have. They just have time. I mean, so you come, you observe, gauge the energy first before you now. Just do that. Just be quiet. Just be quiet. Shut up. Don't go to kill if you shut up. So, as we go to an end, where can people find you? Okay, me. Okay, yeah. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at el underscore d a n zero not o zero n l e s. Okay. Same for Instagram. So. Um, I don't find pictures, yes, well, you can find me in the house of the Lord, <laughs> praying it up with Jesus and his friends, same, and his twelve disciples. Same. I am not on Instagram or Twitter because I don't want to be my trash. I don't want to follow me because I was happy. I was happy of mind. And those of you who keep sending people, also listen, dudes, please stop. This is the year 2019 that God has made. Repent, Replace for the kingdom of God is there. Embrace the Bible, embrace the kingdom of God. Stop. Ashawo, it is our Be blessed. This is Conversations with Friends. Please try and subscribe everywhere. And tell me what you think about this episode. God punish you if you don't like this. Bye. Bye.